conversational podcast where we have very strict and serious conversations only. I'm your host, Bailey Hunt, and with me as always is my wonderful co-host, Noah DeGeorge. <laughs> Noah, how are you today? I'm doing wonderful, Bailey. <laughs> I'm in a great mood. Yeah. Nobody's somber around here. Nope, not a single soul. Nobody is strict or serious. These days. These days. No, it's... it. Um, so, listener background. If you uh, saw the title of our episode or the description or what, whatever, um, it is not as we planned last time. And I'll tell you why. Things uh, change, things all right? Changed. Things end. Things... People leave you. Yeah. <laughs> No, we're, not that much. We're really, we're much. really kicking this one off on a happy, happy foot, happy feet, happy feet. We're riding starring, the Happy Feet musical, starring George Lopez. Starring George Lopez. So uh, Noah and I um, were put into a what was it? Ten days. Ten days. A ten day long quarantine, uh, effective. I think it was Tuesday night of this week. So um, as you're listening to this episode, it's day three for us right now. It's day two. Um, but it feels like it's already, it already feels like it's been a long time. Um, I think it, here's the thing is like, I'm trying to think back to the week and I'm like, oh yeah, Bailey told me, you know, that this would be a possibility on Monday, uh, Monday night, because I had the rest of the week to plan for. And then I was like, well, no, now that I think about it, it was Tuesday night because I worked that day and I only work on Tuesdays and Thursdays. And then I was like, well, now that I think about it, because it was Tuesday night, that means that Wednesday was when we had to take care of all the academic stuff and, yeah. you know, figuring out that side of it. So Wednesday was day one. Yeah. Uh, that hurts to hear. Yeah. Um, so this episode uh, will <laughs> be a bit of a bummer just uh, just to manifest that right now, because that's just where I'm at. I know that's where Noah's at. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, so uh, basically... I'm involved in a production at school right now called Vintage Hitchcock. It's a uh, radio play that um, goes over some of Hitchcock's early works, namely the 39 Step Sabotage and the Lodger. And one of our cast members uh, went into isolation because a roommate of hers or a sweetmate of hers tested positive for COVID or was showing symptoms and she was presumed positive. So that was like a week and a half ago. So she went down and, um, you know, everything was, was fine. We were still, we were still going. It was a bummer to lose her. And then like a couple days later, um, we found out that another cast member not only was in isolation, but had tested positive for COVID. Um, and not only that, but this cast member has undergone a family tragedy in this time. Um, so just a lot had been going on in the production and, uh, hearts were breaking and it was just a huge bummer all the way across the board. And so we were finding creative solutions to fill people to replace other people. And then we found out from the university that because we all been in such close contact that the cast had to quarantine for 10 days. I'm the assistant director of the show, but I had been filling in uh, in different points when people had been absent or whatever. And, and not only that, but I'd come in close contact with this person in other occasions as well. And so had Noah mm -hmm. and so had our sweet mate, Brady Bolden. So we're all in quarantine together. Um, we are in a two person room, sleeping three people um, and we can't leave. <laughs> um, and uh, it's been good to be with other people. Yeah. At uh, least we have that. Yeah. I'm not going to, I'm not even going to be like joking about it. If I was by myself, that would be 
really really sad yeah um it's and it's already like kind of difficult just because the days are getting shorter and i've always had a seasonal affective thing i don't know if it's an actual uh seasonal depression or whatever but when the days get shorter and i see the sun less i get sadder for longer periods of time and so the corresponding the days getting shorter and then being thrown into quarantine like that sucked a lot um and i'm sure you can attest absolutely to that um i kind of wanted to kick off the episode um just off the top of my head um talking about what we felt like when we found out now if you're in quarantine at a university it's a bit different so we're in school right now um and again we can't leave our rooms uh meals are in a designated location we can't see other people our sweetmates are talking to us through cracks in the door um we have to like negotiate bathroom times like it's a lot of this weird stuff um um, and we might not even have it we got tested yesterday and so i'm oversharing a lot this episode because it's so off the cuff but you know that's just the theme i was gonna say yeah that's like uh our original plan was to talk to our good friend garrett yeah uh, about some fun halloween stuff and uh we can't see garrett right now we can't see him so um and honestly i was not in the mood uh to talk about anything but this right right we didn't want to just be like oh well now plans change. Let's just do another, you know, wacky, silly, whatever. Again, I will say, just thinking back to our first episode, right, where our goal is to kind of look at these things, especially because when we started it, we talked a lot about where, like, the state of the world was yeah. and how do we kind of, how do we sp- spread the hedges a little bit to look over to the other side where it's a little bit sunnier, Yeah. even though we're still living in a world that is on fire yeah. Uh, as we approach the election and as, you know, numbers are rising in cases and things like that. How do we stay joyful? Yeah. So now that we're plopped right in the middle of it, um, now that we have, you know, a pretty solid perspective, how do we stay joyful? Um, I'd, I, I want to try really hard not to make this so much of a bummer because I do think that it's important to be intentional yeah. about being uh being uplifting to one another and you know still maybe forcing yourself to have fun until you realize that you're not even forcing it anymore yeah yeah i think that's really good Noah. and i hadn't i i I tend to be a more melancholy person just in general and so i sometimes can revel in the sadness of a part of your charm um so (laughs) right i sometimes revel in the sadness and so it's it's even good to hear that we've not he'd not really said that to me before so it's you know a good reminder and a good convicting thought um but before we continue with the episode i, I wanted to ask you and then i'll go i'll go after you mm-hmm. um what was it like when you first found out um i was so i texted you yes yeah in the middle of a meeting that i was in um and i immediately just started to call people because uh my first thought was that it threw off um, a lot of plans that I had made. And it wasn't just like, hey, let's go to Chili's. Yeah. And oh my like, gosh. Oh no, I can't go to Chili's I'm, anymore. I'm really missing Chili's right now. I'll tell you what, I'm really not missing Chili's. Maybe sometime in this podcast, we can talk about how Chili's burned me twice. I don't know if it'll be this episode. We might get to that level because I'll tell you, I am testy. <laughs> it's day two and I'm testy. Um, but no, it wasn't like, oh, I, I had plans to go hang out with blah, 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 whatever. Um, my mom was supposed to come visit. She was supposed to make the five hour drive, uh, to come visit because my girlfriend will be moving to town, uh, this upcoming weekend. Yeah, um, so her family's going to be here. She's going to be here. My family's going to be here. 
And I'd like to be a part of that process because it's a huge life transition. Right. And, and, you know, I had to pull out a list of people I needed to say to, you know, I might not be able to participate this weekend. And that was, that was my first thought. My second thought was I'm already a sedentary person. Yeah. This is kind of cool. Yeah. And then immediately after that, I wanted to lay down and cry. Yeah. Because it was just so like, well, now I'm a part of this. Now this is, you know, extremely real for me. Not that it wasn't real before, you know, of course we know that it's not a hoax. Yeah. If anybody out there thinks it's a hoax, come talk to me. I'll probably pinch you yeah. and, and give you a little smack on the butt. Or if you think that it's going to end on November 4th after the election, <laughs> uh, you're not correct. So there's that. Right. That, that was kind of where I ended up was I was like, this is so real now. And the process is not fun. It's not, you know, oh man, I can't wait to lay in my bed for so long and not do anything. Like, no, I, there are still responsibilities that I have and there are ways that I have to change my life now. Yeah. But most of it's going to be spent laying in bed and I wish that I wasn't. Yeah. Um, I remember uh, over quarantine when I was back home, like the OG quarantine. Like the OG quarantine. Like part one quarantine. Part one quarantine when it was like, well, I kind of, you know, I, I think I could get used to watching movies all day or whatever. You know, um, I watched Gerald's Game yeah. on Netflix. And I remember that my review for it on Letterboxd, follow me at Letterboxd and follow Bailey. Please. Um, yeah, if you want to see our funny reviews and stuff for movies or my funny reviews. And, <laughs> and my pandering reviews. Yes. Uh, follow us on Letterboxd. Anyways, I watched Gerald's Game. And for people that don't know, I'll keep I'll keep it simple. Yeah. The plot of the movie is that uh, a wife and her husband go to a vacation home. Things get steamy. But then the husband uh, has a heart attack and dies while she is, uh, for lack of a better term, handcuffed to her bedpost. Yeah. Uh, and so she's trapped and, uh, it's like this really intense, you know, almost two hour long psychological, psychological horror movie. And my review for it was like, Oh, this lady is like in bed for a day and a half. And she's like, Oh my gosh, I'm going to die. I hate this. I'm having hallucinations and I'm in my bed for a day and a half. Like, okay. And now I'm ready to start, uh, the Marvel like cinematic (laughs) universe and just sit here for another week. Yeah. Right. I, like hate that idea now where it's like i have never wanted to not be in bed so much even today when we were like watching i think we were watching tv i was in my bed for a while and i was like oh my gosh i don't want to be in here so i just climbed up onto bailey's bed and it was just a different like a different worldview where i was like i just need to move around um i think that's where i'm at right now even still um i'll probably wait until day three or four to let actual like emotions sink in and overtake and whatever they're going to do. It's, it's a weird, it's a weird ebb and flow. Um, like the day that we found out, um, I had been, I had taken a nap uh, around four o'clock. Nice. So had a, yeah. Nice. Right. <laughs> nice. Um, I need, I didn't need that nap because I'd be doing a lot of them. Um, I'd taken a nap uh, four o'clock for uh, preparing for like a rehearsal I had at five 30 um, and so I set my alarm for five o'clock and I woke up at five to this, uh, all, all caps message that says everybody meet in this location right now. And it was the entire cast and crew of Hitchcock. And I was like, are you for like, what's going on? Are you for real right now? Like, you know, instantly worried, you know, I'm an anxious person. Um, 
And so I started to hyperventilate and, you know, my heart started to beat fast. So I sprang out of bed, put my shoes on and just like ran to the black box um, where we had this meeting where everybody was sitting in a circle, uh, quiet. And that's <laughs> never the environment you want to walk into. What In what place would you want to walk into that environment? Um, what would the scenario have to be for you to walk into a room, everybody's sitting in a circle, quiet, looking at you? Literally never unless it's a surprise party. And I walk in, they're like, surprise! So it's only quiet for a moment. Right, right. Yeah, but I literally would never want that. I still don't like surprises. Yeah, I anyway, like surprise so we were sitting in that circle, and uh, it, was being, it was very clear to me very soon that it was a contact tracing. So, like, when did you last be with this person? Like, when were you last with this person? Like, just around the circle. And I was like, oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> and so I immediately texted Noah, and I immediately texted my girlfriend, and I immediately texted my mom, um, which <laughs> the hierarchy makes sense. <laughs> like, hey, like me too, the, man. The, the three people that I, like, want, want to know and that, that care for me the best and the most, like, I will let them know the first. Um, so, yeah. So that happened. Um, and... Um, I was in shock and I was angry and I was, I was upset um, and very sad. We were praying immediately after that. And our professor was like, God, this doesn't make any sense. And we're mad and all the work that we put into is just gone. And I started to cry immediately because I was overtaken with anger and frustration because like we had worked so hard to like one, be healthy and take care of ourselves. And to two, just like on this show, because it's so, it's so difficult to like do a show in the midst of all this insanity. And now we can't, we can't do it effectively. Um, uh, and right at the end of our run. So that was a huge bummer and a, a lot of frustration. Right. It, it was supposed to be like this weekend. Yeah. It, it was supposed to like, we were going into tech this Saturday and the next weekend we were going to actually um, perform. Uh, so it's been pushed back a week, which is, you know, praise God that we actually get to do it uh, with the original cast intact. Like that's, that's, that's a big thing. Um, but then I came back to the room and told Brady and Noah um, just the full story because I wasn't able to text them or call them during the meeting that lasted about 45 minutes. Um, and uh, we were all just like, okay, like, you know, that's what we're going to do. And, you know, there's, there's just phases, you know, from that mad, um, sadness, just that co conglomeration of like negative feelings to like, oh my gosh, I get to hang out with my best friends. This is going to be great and crazy. Like we're going to watch movies all day and just like joke around. And, and also, and also jumping into action. Like I remember the first thing that we did when we got back was, okay, I've got wipes. I've got spray. Yeah, I've yes. got, you know, let's, let's clean things up. Let's like, move Brady in. Let's... Yeah. So Brady's bed is now on the floor of our, our room. Um, uh, we did that immediately. Uh, tensions ran really high um, right off the bat. And that's how we started things. And then we kind of were like, oh, let's have fun. Let's have a good time. And then we sat down. And there's something about just sitting down and being silent that just like lets things settle in. Um, and so that night, Noah and I went on, went on a little drive. Oh, boy. Um, I forget where we, we, we were going. We went to, we had, uh, we had ordered Food. Oh, we ordered pizza. I think is that we can't go. We can't. We can't eat on campus right now, um, or at least like in the traditional dining halls. Right. So we ordered like pizza for yeah. no contact pickup. We you know? yeah, exactly. And we had not had the papadillas from Papa John's, so <laughs> so we had to long live the papadilla. <laughs> long live Papa say. John's, the the reigning king of our pizza tournament. Here's the thing: I need to try the papadilla and the pizzone side by side. No, you don't. I'll I tell would, you right now. It's I, I do. I need to try it. I just need to. Papadilla is good. 
Anyway, so just it was just Noah and I in the car, right? Yes, it was, it was just, just us. us two. I drove, and on the way back, um, uh, a play a song on Noah's playlist. Well, let me let me preface. Yeah, why don't you go ahead? And I am a like a, a a big fan of music. You might say. Do you know that about me? I would say that I do know that about you because Noah makes music on Spotify. Oh wow! Noah to George on Spotify, ladies and gents. He did it. Anyway, um, yeah, you're a big fan of music. So uh, a lot of people have actually said this to me. Uh, is like when I am in the car or when I'm driving, uh, the music that I pick to play not only like reflects my mood, but is usually indicative of things that I'm thinking or want to say. Yeah, and it's mostly unintentional. But I remember like I was like, I don't want to play, you know, my my boppy playlist because I don't want to pretend that I'm all right right now. Yeah. You know, so I was like, I'll just play, you know, softer stuff and it'll be fine. I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to throw on some Julian Baker and cry my eyes out. Right. But like, we'll just throw on something. At least that's, intentionally. At least like, intentionally. Put it on right. shuffle and just let it go. Yes. Uh, you can pick up the story from there. So, I just wanted to preface that. So the song came on um and so if you've seen prince of egypt um that animation studio released a second biblical film that was straight to dvd two two years later two years later called joseph king of dreams um noah's a big fan of this movie he watched it a lot growing up still a phenomenal movie it's i've actually never seen it i think i've only might might have seen it like once when i was a kid um but i was a big prince of egypt fan um but this song came on uh it's called better than i and it's just like, it's like essentially a prayer. And it's like, the chorus goes, you know better than I. Um, I've let go of the need to know the why. need to know. Like that, that just like that whole idea that um, we can't possibly know what's going on. And so just like relinquishing control, um, which is a, a particularly hard message to hear after you're like so frustrated and angry and all these different things. Uh, and you've just lost control. Like, well, that's the thing is the world is telling you, hey, now that you're a part of this, you have to take these steps uh, or else you're going to be really sorry. Yeah. So basically hearing that song, um, very cathartic moment, very upsetting moment. Um, I've listened to it, you know, like like once a day since <laughs> then, just to remind myself and I'm certain sure Noah too, just like that this isn't a part of our plan no and it really interrupted some things um but there is something more at work that we can cling to that we're not the ones that have to be in control so there's comfort in that but there's also just a lot of sadness yeah. there too and lament um so that's where we are right now um it took a while to get there yeah but that's where we are i mean we're not we're, we're not constantly crying and like no like, i actually I, I'll say it. I'll say it with all my chest. I haven't cried yet, and I haven't, like I haven't, like you know, just laid down to weep like I thought that I would the first day. I was already, I was already having like a really hard day. Yeah, no, Tuesday. No, and I had lunch together, and he was like, "Man, I just, I feel so out of it right now. I don't know why I feel, uh, like, just." Ugh, you yeah, it's yeah. just kind of a depressed day. I, I was telling, I, I was, I think, I don't know if I told you, I had had, I had to take care of some academic things uh, that day, and I was like, yeah, I'll go do this, and then I'll, you know, go do some, do some work and stuff, and uh, make some money. Um, but like after I went and took care of those academic things, like I was just by myself, you know, walking by myself around campus, and 
I was like, okay, well, now what am I doing? I'm going back to my room. And by the time that I like, from the time I started thinking like, okay, now I'm just going back to my room. Uh, I was like, I started thinking about that. And then I like kind of snapped back into it. And I realized that I had just been walking and I didn't know where I was going. Yeah, I was just so out of it. And I was like, nowhere near my room. I had just been walking for like a few minutes, just like completely out of it. I was just like foggy in the head. And I was like, man, what, like, what a weird day. This just feels just so like terrible. And, you know, Hey, maybe it was, maybe it was an omen. Maybe it was just ominous, you know? Yeah. Um, I, I, I get that sense a lot. And like, then (laughs) to finish off that day, I just gotten back to the room and it was like, Hey, listen up right now. Yeah. The world's on fire. Yeah. How about yours? (laughs) (laughs) The world's on fire. How about yours? Um, so yeah, uh, I don't know. I just like, I I feel similarly mental health wise this week is just like like started on a rough foot. Yeah, you know, and so just like the anxiety was already building up, and to like have it kind of peak in that way was really difficult. And you always seem to have this like I'm not gonna call you like a like a like a medium or a psychic or anything like that because I don't believe in that nonsense, but. You always have a premonition before things go wrong. Listen, like, I'm gonna okay. I'm pretty gonna consistently this. when when things are about to like hit the fan, there's a shift, there's a change in the wind, and Noah to George's eyes. I you can feel it. I want to tell this story because I want to make sure that we keep it light. I'm gonna tell this story. Thank God <laughs> about how I truly believe that I am a precog. Do you know what a precog is? Are you talking like like Blade Runner right now? Not Blade Runner. Oh. Not- Minority Report. Minority Report. Different movie. Yes. I've actually never seen Minority oh, Report. Oh, come on, dude. It's so awesome. I've seen Blade Runner, though, so it's I should based, know the difference. It's based on a Philip K. Dick story. Okay. That's it's why. great. Well, so is Blade Runner. Right, exactly. So, like, um, you know, just, they exist in, this, in the same yes. frame. So, in Minority Report, uh, again, for those of you who may ha- have not seen it, like Bailey here. Hello. Um, Minority Report. Minority, Minority Report uh, is about... Uh, a futuristic society where they don't have uh, police officers that like uh, I would say like, I don't really know how to it's it's there's not like a, a police officer to like reactionary, take care of something. Yes. It's all proactive. It's called a pre-crime division. So what they use is they use three different uh, people, I guess that have this precognitive ability to see things before they happen and they ha- because they have three of them, there will be two that are the same and one that's different. Um, and the one that's different is called the Minority Report because it has... Is that Tom Cruise? Yes. Cool. It is Tom Cruise. Nice. Well, not Tom Cruise is not the precog. Tom Cruise is the... Minority Report. No, but he's the he's the, the cop. He's the pre-crime cop. What are we, some kind of minority report? <laughs> Anyways, uh, the, the person, like the, the precog that has the minority report is often like, okay, well, now that we know that the other two are... are the one that's most likely going to happen, we're going to go with that. And so they'll see a crime before it happens, and then they will catch the bad guy before they commit the crime. Uh, so it's a, a big ethical question and whatever. Um, but I have always thought that I like have that ability to, <laughs> to, to precognitively see things before they happen. I'll tell you this story right now because I think it's hilarious. So that wasn't the story. No, that was the setup. That for was the just story. A, 
<laughs> recap of the a recap of minority, minority report. report. That's what this is. Buckle in, everybody. Here okay. he goes. So I was sleeping in my bed one night. Can I stop you for a second? Yeah. It's just it's so funny to see you because your hair has just reached a maximum height, I, and so you look like I, I look know, like I look like, like the uh, ancient aliens guy. No, who's I, just like I look like a bunch. Uh, what's his name? The uh, mayor of Whoville? No, Gene. Gene. Is it Gene? Gene Hackman? Not Gene Hackman. He's Eugene Levy. I don't. Don't worry about Gene it. Gene Wilder. Willie Wonk. Gene Wilder. Yes. Gene Wilder. We got nice. there. No, let's better. Woo! Okay. Did you hear that? Anyways, um, yeah, I shower now and I don't have any reason to put anything in my hair. So what's the point? Um, so anyways, uh, I was sleeping in my bed one night, and uh, I woke up around three o'clock. Like I looked at my phone, I was like three o'clock, but it was like a it was like a soft wake up, right? I was just like, oh, now I'm awake. Why is it so early in the morning? That's really strange. Um, about 10 seconds after I wake up, disaster strikes. And I'll tell you what happened. Essentially, Silas had to get a shot for something. His older brother. They put a steroid shot in his butt cheek. Okay, they shot him right in the butt <laughs> with this <laughs> with this antibiotic steroid something or other, right? Sure. Yeah, yeah. It it gave him a hallucination that night where he while like, he was asleep yes he he was dreaming that uh that like he had like a, a a clothes hanger at the end of his bed like a like a coat rack thing yeah that he hung up like jackets and, and a robe on right and so he had this dream no like a big puffy robe uh, yeah i was dreaming like like kimono no 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 no, like no not silk robe. not silk definitely cotton plush like yeah. so <laughs> you you know the image he had this coat rack and he he like had this hallucination dream thing that the robe on his coat rack turned into like a big spider thing and started like tearing up the end of his his like bed sheets and stuff and was like clawing at him okay so i wake up about three o'clock in the morning dead silent i'm just like "Mm, i'm awake that's funny and i hear silas screaming like seconds before seconds seconds after after i wake up screaming bloody murder i'm talking the most horrific screams you have ever heard not like ah i'm screaming it was like deep guttural scary stuff like a keening situation yes and like he was screaming he rolled out of bed landed on the floor and my mom ran out of her bedroom going what's going on what's going on opens up silas's door and like just sees him on the floor and then she just starts screaming. She's not like helping or anything. She's just like, ah! yeah, totally just like mind blown at what's happening. And your dad walks in and also starts screaming. So it was just, well, my dad was like, what, 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 what? And I can see it. I was just in my bed like, what is <laughs> happening right now? And why did I wake up? And I'll tell you this. It happens so often where I will wake up like, seconds mere seconds before somebody will like open the door to come in the room yeah or like when someone will like come to wake me up i'll already wake up and it's just like my body's like all right it's time to get up now and it's like well why nothing happened and then like somebody's like hey i'm here to wake you up like that happens all the time dang i'm not even joking so i might be a robot what you could well We'll talk about it later so this is just a, a teaser. One of Noah's like most prominent fears, and this is a le- legitimate fear. It might sound irrational, but it's not. It's for real. I'm validating you in this fear. Thank you. I might think that it's silly, but I validate it's you. It's not that silly. Fr- Noah thinks Noah has no, no, a no, fear. No, no, no. I no, don't... no. Hold on. Okay. Noah has a fear that he might be a robot and he doesn't know it yet. And it's horrifying <laughs> to think about. It's because people are like, oh, what are you gonna do? Like, oh, if you cut yourself open, you're gonna see a bunch of wires. 
No, that's what they would want you to think. <laughs> what are you talking about? Oh, yeah, you're going to make a robot that looks like a human. You're not going to give it human internal, like, structures. I'm not going to cut myself all the way open to find out. I'll just never know. And that's horrifying. Well, hold on. Like, who do you think did this to you? Or who could have done this to you? What are you talking about? Who could have done this? Who couldn't have? Like, we don't know. Who couldn't have? We don't know. We don't know who could have. I'm not going to be like, oh, wow. Like, man, Reagan really pulled one over me on this one. I can't point fingers. Noah I just know is, that it's possible. Noah's the son of Ronald Reagan. The okay. robot son of Ronald Reagan. It's a, a terrific band name. <laughs> Noah is the son of Ronald Reagan. Um, No, just the robot son of Ronald Reagan. That's a great band name. Have I'm going to put seen, that on the list you, right you now. you ever seen Robot Boy? Like the, yeah. was the, the was it Nickelodeon yes. original show? Yeah. It's you. You're Robot Boy. No, don't say that. <laughs> Okay, my life is a teenage robot. That's all you. I, I want to throw this one last thing in. This is because this is like the theory is like, well, I don't, I can't know for sure. Right. Right. Who could know? Um, Ronald Reagan knows. Ronald Reagan. And probably, he's well, dead. no, he's dead now. Never mind. Mr. Gorbachev put a robot in that boy. No, don't. <laughs> I'm just trying to be my life. I'm just trying to live on my own. The robots on the Ronald Reagan. Um, that's that's the band name. Yes. You type him in right now. Okay, so this is my this is my like. Uh, rationale for that right um i have noticed this thing where when i go to dunkin donuts okay this took a turn but I, you'll get no hold on okay get, all right i've noticed this thing when i go to dunkin donuts i'll use like my card my chip reader for my credit card and as every, we all do it's only at dunkin donuts but it's every single dunkin donuts i will put my card reader in and go it'll like make the like da da dum when you when you like when it reads your card right i rarely go to dunkin donuts but sure well that happens everywhere right when you put your card in sure. and it'll make like okay. a chime yeah at every single dunkin donuts when i do that the chime will like skip and stutter and it's only at dunkin donuts and it's always every dunkin donuts okay are you tracking i'm tracking okay so the last time that i like noticed this i i had to bring it up to somebody so i brought it up to Rachel and she said something that has stuck in my head as much as me thinking, you know, what if I'm a robot and I don't know it? Where I told her about like the skipping and the stuttering and she said, what if every Dunkin' Donuts is like waiting for you, like or waiting for somebody to, to bring it up to like tell them? Like if somebody notices and they're like, why does it do that, right? And the first person to say, <laughs> why does it do that? gets like a million dollars and free donuts and coffee for life and i was like the my first response was i was like that's ridiculous and then i was like but but what if that how do i know that that's not true there's no way that you can know you could not know well Un until you ask until you ask why right. haven't you asked yet then well i, I don't know uh, but you, i know i haven't been to dunkin donuts i haven't been to dunkin donuts that that's recently. not even true well i have i haven't been able to go in and like ask i'm not gonna sit at the drive-thru and be like hey could you like tap that a little bit make sure it's like stuttering or whatever i don't i don't know i would okay. say we could go tomorrow but we can't go anywhere tomorrow. no we can't go anywhere tomorrow not to mention the one here in marion only does drive-thru really yes i was just there i don't go to dunkin donuts okay Again, their donuts aren't that good I no but it. their coffee is really good is it i like it a lot cool baby okay anyway. so but but do you understand what i'm saying i understand what you're saying cognizantly i'm i understand uh, what you're saying, this has never been a fear of mine, but you are you are affirmed in that fear, Mr. George. Okay. I understand. Thank you. Anyway. That was a long way to it, get to wherever we were talking about. I, I, I honestly couldn't tell you. I don't remember. And that's okay. That's part of the journey. 
Um, so anyway, all that all that to say, um, we are finding ways to. I'm just trying to figure out well, how we start talking about the robot thing. Let's. See. Oh, we talked about the precog thing because yes. you, oh, yeah. you you knew that day that 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 there was <laughs> something on the horizon that was that wasn't quite right. Yes. Um, and you you have a tendency to do that with most things. So, um, but despite all of this, we're we're figuring out ways to to make it through. I think the hardest thing um, is staying motivated. Yeah. Staying in this very, very small room. I haven't me- measured out the square footage, uh, but it's not very big. Don't. Um, I'll tell I, you right now. Don't. <laughs> I think it'll just make me more, more upset. Yeah. Because um, then when, whenever you go on one of your rants that you do a couple times a day, yeah. it's like, we have to stay in this blank, blank, blank square foot room. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. I, I don't, and I don't need you ammunition. Don't need, yes. I don't, I just don't. I'm going to visualize how horrible this is. Yeah. Um. So we're figuring out ways to, 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 to just forge on through um i think all i have to say uh please be careful um you know we say this every episode don't forget to wear a mask like this isn't just like a cute tagline um you don't know who you could interact with um and like who they could infect because contact tracing is like while you know could be very accurate because you're asking the person who they've interacted with like it's not always perfect and so you might miss people and they might give it to other people that's the reason this is such a problem in our country is like because we we can't perfectly track where where it's coming from and where it's going so and i will say there's there's a difference where um like you and i i mean we're always very careful I want to like, yes. I'd like to make that at least a little bit clear is that this wasn't like a lapse of, of judgment for anybody. Right. Exactly. We, th- nobody's pointing the fingers at literally anybody. Yes. I'm not saying that this person's roommate was being irresponsible when they contracted the virus. Like I, cause I don't think so because knowing the person that contracted it, he's an incredibly responsible and thoughtful human being. Um, so sometimes we just can't know. And I would say that there are some people, at least I know people that we've interacted with that have been on the other side where, you know, they've not, they've not taken responsibility and they've not like contacted people about, you know, they are, you know, possibly in, you know, at risk. Yeah. Yeah. They just don't want to. I think the most frustrating thing is like, this is where my self-righteous side comes out and I don't like feeling like this. And I, I try to squash it as soon as I possibly can, but it's like, you see people sometimes and you're like, why haven't you got it yet? Ouch. Like why the heck? Have have these have people died from this disease, and you aren't wearing a mask, admire? In fact, you've cut out a hole where your nose and mouth should be, so you're making a statement, and and you're walking freely without this disease encumbering you. Like that really frustrates me. Yeah. Um, and um, you know, luckily you and I, if we if we were to get it, aren't at risk. Like we're perfectly right. normal humans. But you know, I think of people in my life that aren't like they don't, they don't have that luxury. So I just get really frustrated. Um, it's serious. So take it seriously. That's all I got to say. Yeah. Um, so that's life in quarantine. Um, and we're, we're doing the best that we can and, uh, we're staying positive. We started yeah. gravity falls today. It's uh, okay. Uh, it's not gotten to the point yet or I love it, but there are things I love about it. I, here's the thing. I've watched <laughs> so much stuff. That's like, Oh, this is like in gravity falls where exactly. you really have to, you have to watch everything and you have to be so like, blah, right. blah, blah. People that like, like love over the garden wall always also love gravity falls. Yeah. I adore over the garden wall. So naturally I feel like I should love. That's the thing is gravity I, falls as well. I would think that being a big fan of adventure time, I yeah. would, I would, you know, even I would love gravity falls even more because it's more connected and linear. Yeah. But like just right now I'm like, 
man, this is really just telling me how much it's a Disney XD show. Yeah, I mean, it has that specific, like, it's so random, you know? Like, it's it's so random and crazy, and it's Disney it's, XD. It's quirky. Yeah, it's super quirky, and it thinks it's super witty. That's why, and, that's why I don't want to watch Steven Universe. And the thing, the things that are really good about it are really good. Like, what? there was a joke in it that made me laugh so hard. Something was it Sue says. Was it? Um, I, oh, it was the... Uh, I they're like chasing down like uh, a lake monster. Oh, yes, yes. And like the, there are two people that are carrying across like a panel of glass across the lake and they smash through and it's just like, what? Yeah, why would two people on a boat be carrying a big pane of glass yeah. across the lake? And that made us there was that There was hard. that moment. And then after they like find out spoilers, I guess for episode two of Gravity Falls, they find out that the lake monster was just a robot yeah. being controlled by a crazy guy, which also could be Noah. And, <laughs> and like Seuss uh, says to um, Mabel and, and Dipper, Dipper yeah. uh, you know, they were like, Oh, well it turns out that maybe you guys were the lake monsters all along because <laughs> you didn't want to spend time with your, yeah. with your great uncle. That was really, and funny. it's just like, it, it was really funny. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like, I, yeah, so maybe there are, it gets further in the series and it doesn't try as hard. So if you've seen Gravity Falls and want to let us know that it gets better, uh, please do. Because I, I will intend on watching it more, um, but just not yet. Last night we watched Paranorman. Well, maybe here, here's what I should say. Say I think, it. I think that we have covered all of the uh, all of the facets of our emotional journey so far, at least in day two. Yeah. Okay. We're we're we're. we're we can't go quite past anything else. Right. Because we're just on day two. So I, I don't even know what next episode is going to be like. I was just thinking about that. Um, I don't either. But I want to I like who knows, like if either of us will be in isolation at that point. So right. we might not even have a next episode for a little bit. So but we'll see. I think that it's probably a good time to go into what have we been reading, watching and listening, listening to, because there's a lot we can talk about there. And yeah, and, and this, I think, just directly uh, and kind of generally relates to how we have been dealing with things so far. Yeah. You know? So, yeah, we watched uh, Two of of Gravity Falls. We're catching up. I'm catching up on How I Met Your Mother. We just ended season six and started season seven. And now I want to keep watching because something just happened that I'm like, oh, my gosh, this person's back. I love this person. Hey, we can watch right after yeah, this. I, I would love that. Uh, Mandalorian comes out at midnight tonight. So we'll watch Mandalorian. Um, yeah, we will. We want to watch the Goofy movie. <laughs> yeah, that, that's one of our plans is we're going to watch Goofy movie with Brady yeah, uh, at some point leaves. tonight. Um, Don't Look Under the Bed. We started it so yesterday. <laughs> we started watching Don't Look Under the Bed. Which is a Disney Channel original movie from, from 1999. If you, if you haven't seen it, I watched it as a kid and I remember it being mortifying. Here's the thing. Granted, I watched it when I was like six years old. So We watched it uh last night or at least started it last night we watched now 10 minutes of it last night we are 21 years old and boy howdy does it not hold up why is every shot a diagonal i don't understand everything is shot like at a down like downwards facing up diagonal it's so it's like really weird. crooked and uh that i mean terrible i know that it's a disney channel original movie but like i've seen better ones oh yeah 100 you know and even disney channel originals like or movies that aren't disney channel originals like the parent trap yeah was like one of my favorite disney movies as a kid yeah because it was just so like fun and interesting yeah um and then like i mean i can't speak to high school musical but it's a phenomenon right i've uh, never seen it right it, yeah exactly i mean um there's a sense of originality in high school musical that's like 
that's really I, th- I think it was one of the, the first um it started the craze of just like musicals you know teen beach movie and camp yeah. rock and whatever and, and lemonade mouth and lem- lemonade mouth and starstruck and all these others um but high school musical is so original <laughs> like and the songs are unbearably catchy really? all of them they're so like they're really really catchy i'm not gonna say it's great yeah because you know but i loved it as a kid like i adored it because i loved musicals and it was the first thing that was like musicals I'm, are cool now exactly and i learned the dance to we're all in this together and i still know it yeah like it's just so pervasive um so anyway yeah <laughs> send us your favorite decom if you want to <laughs> i really like get a clue with Lindsay lohan and, and bug hall is that his name uh-huh it's the kid from little little rascals yes it's irrelevant but that one's good i remember um, that one being good. yeah so don't look under the bed i mean boy it's got sucks. some it's got some holes in it yeah it sucks and, um I don't know. We well, yeah, we we turned it off because I was just like, we do want to watch something because we need to be, you know, distracted for a little bit. But this ain't it. Yeah. So we started watching Paranorman right afterwards, which is pretty good. Yeah, it's fun. I watched that as a kid as well. Um, and it like it's it's pretty woke for some it's reason. So weirdly woke. Yeah. Um, and there's a lot. Thanks, Leica. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Like, there's a character at the end of the movie that is like like that. Like the typical, this is a spoiler alert, I guess. The typical, like you know, jock character. He's muscled and huge and, and handsome and whatever. And the the older sister of Norman is like flirting with him the whole time, and she's like the typical like Valley Girl character. And she tries to like hit on him, and he goes, "Thanks, whatever your name is." <laughs> You know, my boyfriend and I would love to hang out with you sometime. And it's just like, they made a character gay and didn't make a big deal about it. Like, And it was 2012 that's and a kid, in a kid's movie. That's so insane to me. Yeah. Uh, and so Laika was like really, really thinking ahead. So thanks, Laika. So, so actually thanks, Laika. I would like to delve more in terms of like watching stuff. I'd like to delve more into, you know, some of Laika's other stuff. Like yeah. I, I never saw um the one the the zach galifianakis sasquatch oh the missing, missing link. link missing link and it won the golden globe for best animated feature yeah Weirdly, so i've was... i've not seen that um i've not seen that or the box trolls i do i did like box trolls a lot it actually. was good yeah i've not seen that yeah, one it's very very like creepy and... kubo is one of my favorite animated movies ever made it's on my list yeah and Coraline is, Coraline is great too yeah so um so we watched that what else have we been doing um i've started like seven rpgs yeah <laughs> like yeah dragons, going back into monster hunter and dragon's dogma and reckoning Kings and kingdoms of amalur reckoning um so just playing all these games that i have downloaded that i did not for about play. 45 minutes and then just moving on yeah they're hard for me i get i i, I don't know I, should, I have to really really try to invest i think um, yeah last thing to cap this off yeah you beat I, portal 2 yeah, i beat portal 2 again that's true I would like to take a crack at something else. I don't know. Just play around a little bit. Yeah. Um, last thing, though. One thing that we're going to do uh, is Bailey has his board game, or not board game, card game, rather. Uh, we're not really strangers. Yeah. I'd really like to play that sometime now that we have oodles of time. Yeah. We got buku time Literally. to be spending with each other. Why not get to know each other a little bit better? Yeah. And we know each other super well. I yeah. Mean, but there's just questions that, like, I played it. Like it was one of our my first dates with my girlfriend, um, and we played it together, and it was like, I don't know, it was one of my favorite things that we've done, just because it was like really eye opening. Um, I loved it, and I get texts from them every day, like because I just find that page to be about like really about intentional relationships um, and deep conversations, and I love that. So and we'll intentional self reflection. Yeah, and intentional self reflection, and and a lot of grace. 
It's about giving yourself a lot of grace, which is, I think, really hard for people sometimes. Yeah. So we'll play that eventually um, and let you know the results. Um, but that's it, right? That's the episode? That's it. We're here at the end. Yeah. Um, I think if you have recommendations for us um, in terms of – I might pull put a poll on the Instagram story. But in We're going to have like, to talk about something – you know, next yeah. week if we can, we'll maybe we'll at least record something early on. Yeah, before things change. Who knows? So if you have like suggestions for us of things to like watch or listen to or read or whatever, send them our way. I mean, we're drowning in time, so yep. and just send encouragement. We will probably need it. But anyway, a uh, special shout out to the wonderful Brady Bolden, our third roommate now, <laughs> uh, for writing and composing our uh, theme. Again, I'm Bailey Hunt, and you can find me at. Bailey James 1215 on Instagram and Bailey J Hunt on Twitter. And I'm your other host, Noah DeGeorge. You can always find me at Noah underscore DeGorgeous, both on Instagram and Twitter. And remember to follow our podcast Instagram at Strictly Conversational Podcast. Yep. Yeah. Um, we don't know what we'll be talking about next time. Um, every day is a new day, and who knows what's going to happen next week. We'll keep you guys updated, so follow the page closely. We'll have updates uh, daily. Um, so, yeah. Um, in the meantime, always be good to one another. Don't take yourselves too seriously um, as we approach an election season that is particularly divisive. Be overwhelmingly gracious. Uh, that's the one thing I'm going to say. I just think, like, that's what we need right now is overwhelming grace to both parties, uh, both sides. And uh, don't forget to wear a mask. We'll see you next time.